got me all excited and I was so hyped for this movie. And now with everything surrounding it afterwards, it pulled it all away. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't, I don't care about the movie anymore. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to Collective Comics and the Lights Comics Action Podcast. We're diving into episode 41 today. Today is going to be quite a different one. We got quite a few different cancellations <laughs> and things of that nature kind of happening. Everybody's going on strike, which is leaving us, I don't know, hurting, hurting in the right in the fields. <laughs> right. Yeah, we're not getting we're not getting movies or anything. Everything's getting canceled, pushed back. We've talked about it a little bit, but it, this news just keeps coming. Keeps coming. Um, I saw uh, I saw a meme the other day. It's like uh, the writer or the the like the top guys, the rich people. They're like, "Oh, we can't, we can't afford to do this." And then it was the the rich duck from like Darkwing Duck or uh, Ducktales or whatever diving into a pile of money. <laughs> Scrooge McDuck is that what Scrooge McDuck? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. He's just like diving into a pile of money, but it's oh, pretty funny. Man. Yeah, I mean, when you're begging for more money and you're billionaire, I don't know. But it's the it's the billionaires that say we can't, we don't have any money. Where do you want us to get money? And they're like swimming in their bathtubs yeah. full of hundred dollar bills. Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. Crazy. Yeah. Solid gold toilets. Yeah, where would you we know. get money from? Sell your toilet. <laughs> <laughs> one of your 70 houses. Yeah, right? <laughs> you can only live in one massive house at a time. Why do you need a bunch of them? Right. Man, but the one that hurt me this week was um, Deadpool getting yeah. kind of pushed back. You know, I mean, we already kind of knew that that was getting pushed back. But um, now it's like a, on a full halt. Yeah. Well, Deadpool was always the one that was like staying where it was, and mm -hmm. like it even got moved up when a lot of other stuff got moved back, and then just slammed on the brakes. Now, it's, yeah, yeah. And I guess it's apparently due uh, due to the writer strike that's happening. It's it's something to do with the the writers coming in and not being able to. Well, they're on strike, so they're just not writing, right? You know, so I'm assuming they probably don't have a hundred percent of the script you know written out and that's what they need to finish the movie because did did we get are they shooting yet did they start shooting they they have started shooting yeah because we've seen um like the new wolverine suit yeah. and stuff like that the new that's deadpool right. suit um uh, but I mean, a lot of the actor stuff is just in solidarity with the writers as well. So like a lot of actors aren't doing anything anymore because they want the writers to get paid. They know like, I feel like the actors understand like we don't have good things to act in if we don't have good writers. So yeah. you know what I mean? So if we don't have a good story, then what we do won't be portrayed well right at all you yeah. know it's kind of like when you watch an indie movie with uh i don't know somebody that like one of johnny depp's first movies or some <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. a great iconic act actor like that and you see like the low budget indie film kind of version and then you see you know something great yeah 
out of them like yeah. pipes of the caribbean i don't know <laughs> you know yeah a lot of it a lot of it is just in solidarity too because i think ryan reynolds is doing a lot of the writing but there's a lot of people who don't want to touch it because they believe in what the writers are doing you know what i mean mm-hmm. so like i was looking around and on instagram and stuff and looking into the strike a little bit and it was just like we just ask people to stand by us like we're not really not asking anything of like people who consume the content like we know you're not the problem we just need people to stand by us because this is our livelihood this is what we need like Mm -hmm. you know they they work on these huge blockbuster movies and stuff like that but they they don't see any of the money from it and they're to continue to live in la and work like they can't even pay their rent and stuff so right it's 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 a huge issue yeah and it's it's goes back to that loophole you know that we we had talked about we had a whole podcast dedicated to the the writer strike yeah um you know and that was where we kind of started putting some of the pieces of everything together and seeing how it worked that's when i found out that they're kind of almost like unionized and have the the writers guild and an actors guild and that's that's what kind of let mm-hmm. lets them not get screwed but um we had talked about in that podcast how netflix created a loophole with streaming and yeah yeah royalties and it being a new form of media i know i i know i play devil's advocate a lot but you know i don't necessarily blame most of the streaming services you know it's it's the way that the contracts are written out and how these people are hired that is the big issue you know what i mean Mm-hmm. Netflix came out. It's it's the same thing as music. You know what I mean? Just because there's a new technology doesn't mean that the new technology is the issue. I think it's a lot higher than that. And it's people refusing to like get used to the new technology and admitting that the new technology is a thing. Mm-hmm. You know, how long we're still dealing with it with music. So like artists don't get paid for all these streams, but you know, somebody's getting paid. I think at this point, it's a lot of like the streaming services. But when the writers are signing contracts based on commercial, but then the studios sell that content to a streaming service, and there's no commercials. I think that's where the issue really comes. You know what I mean? Yeah, because where, like, they, they don't break it down, right? And they don't they don't give royalties. And like, that's that was the big one is that they weren't giving royalties right. for, for these huge TV shows, even that you know netflix has and is iconic for yeah that falls into that new media category so i i wouldn't say that it's not their fault it almost feels like because of they had something and now they see the way the business works and and they're kind of like oh well we can pay a, a lesser known writer way less money give them a flat fee and never have to pay them royalties that's what yeah. we're gonna do you know so it's almost I would kind of say the opposite to where it is kind of the streaming services faults on, on the way that they do business and it's bad business. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm not even thinking about like a lot of the streaming service, like exclusive content. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking more like, uh, it's hard now too, because like you want to say like, 
well, Universal and Warner Brothers and all this stuff is doing this and they're not paying the people and they're selling that. Well, they all have their own streaming services now. So those streaming services are definitely at fault, you know, because mm-hmm. I mean, they can put their stuff on their own streaming service. But like, I think the biggest issue is like, nobody's tracking the numbers like they should and paying out based on them. You know, so if whoever, whatever production, whatever big studio sells a movie to Netflix, I feel like it's Netflix and that studio's responsibility to get those numbers right and pay out based on that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where the studio's like, well, if we could get people to see it on Netflix, why wouldn't we sell it to Netflix? And then we don't have to pay people royalties. You know what I mean? Right. I think... um I think some streaming services, not not that they're completely like wash their hands and, you know, clear of everything, but I think it comes down to a lot of, you know, those contracts. And, you know, th- I think the contracts need to be based on stream numbers instead of commercials. You know, it should be both. Yeah. 100%. You know, if, if you can go on netflix and watch any adam sandler movie and then go to whatever tv channel and watch it with commercials like everybody should get paid based on that movie you know what i mean mm-hmm. and i'm not saying that adam sandler doesn't pay people i you know i think he has yeah. a history of doing really well with his friends and actors and stuff but um i just know he has a netflix um contract so i know you can you well, can I think go this on. is a big Sony Netflix thing between the two. But it's, think... it's way bigger than just that. It's, you know, it's HBO, it's uh, Hulu, it's every streaming service. Yeah. Because they're not forced to report their numbers. And based on contracts, the studios and whoever's in charge of the movie isn't required to pay based on those view numbers. Mm-hmm. Those contracts only say... Like you get this much money and you'll get this much in commercial royalty in a world where we don't really have commercials anymore. And that's like the biggest issue, I think. Yeah. You know, people pay uh, the extra extra money to not have commercials. Right. I don't. But on uh... top of <laughs> Oh yeah, I do it on everything. I know. <laughs> I don't have commercials <laughs> anywhere, bro. Um, Dude, I can't I I'm like I could sit through thirty seconds, you know. So some of them are <laughs> There's a lot of them, but like HBO, I feel like is pretty decent with the ads. It's just one right before, maybe one right after, and then it's done. Yeah, some of them are like, some of them, they'll just put an ad right in the middle of a movie. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm watching a movie. Let me finish the movie. Like, <laughs> But um, uh, that's that's also just not even touching the whole AI situation. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother issue that's not even covered yet in what we're talking about ai i don't it like scares me to think that the possibility is real that they could kind of take over with ai and maybe finish deadpool 3 even you know Mm -hmm. you know i'm like how 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 would they do that but is it possible i don't know it's kind of like if you told ai to write a Deadpool movie, mm-hmm. what would it write? You know, like what version of Deadpool would it be? Would it be like the Rob Liefeld 
original version of Deadpool, you know, or would it be the Ryan Reynolds version of Deadpool? Yeah, I mean, they already have some of the script, obviously, so they could plug that in and just fill in little gaps with it, and it'd definitely be possible. Mm -hmm. Um, Why not just hire somebody? Because they're on strike. Because I don't want to pay him. Um, That also, like, their solution to the issue is like, let we're gonna offer you a bunch of money to make uh basically a 3D image of you, and then we'll just pay you money to own you for the rest of eternity. And everybody's yeah. like, You are missing <laughs> the boat, you know what I mean? Like, that is not at all. We can use if we just get the image of you, we can own your likeness, and then we'll just use AI for the rest of whatever we want you in. It's like that. That couldn't be further from what yeah. they're trying to do. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's it's crazy. Like, why do I don't know? I don't uh, know. I almost feel like they're they're probably just not gonna use it. I just because I've messed around with it a little bit, and I just feel like it's so robotic. I think it yeah. it can be good sometimes, but a lot of times when it's like writing stuff and like. It's too perfect. It's too robotic, which you can go and I guess humanize it, but I don't I don't see it being a good useful tool for at least like for for something like Deadpool that is extremely like straight out of Ryan Reynolds' head. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't I've used some of the image generators and stuff, but um I don't really mess with ChatGPT. Um, I know, I think it was actually Corridor that was talking and they're like, there's a lawyer like being sued and whatever they said, because he was literally using chat GPT to do all of his cases. So he would just go in and he'd just plug a bunch of stuff into chat GPT and give him the information he needed. He'd take that directly to the courtroom and he'd win cases. And then they found out that he wasn't fact checking any of it. He would just like take it at as of what it was. And then he got caught because like part of it wasn't true or part of it wasn't. Yeah, whatever. But he was using chat GPT to win a bunch of cases. And now all those cases have to be reopened. And it's a, a whole thing. Wow. So yeah. that's weird. That's weird though. So was it, did, did it just give him false information? It was, I think it was something you'd have to go and like actually look into this, but you know, if you want to go off of what I remember, yeah, it was like, so if there is a a case that was similar to the case that you had and it was already taken to court and there was an outcome, you can take that case to court and basically have more weight towards the same outcome. And a lot of times it'll work. So he would just go in and have Jet GPT look up um, all the cases. He would type basically his case in, and it would pull up all the cases that were similar to his. And then he'd take all of those cases to the courtroom and be like, look, this is how many times you've had this case. This is the outcome. This is the outcome. It should be this time. Oh, dang. But then... It's just, um, so he's kind of almost using it like a super-powered search engine. Yeah, pretty much. And then he... uh but it doesn't always get all the names right. It doesn't always get all of the facts right. So he took that information in and they're like, 
this isn't real. <laughs> this isn't the case. Out. They just kind of looked yeah. at it and were like, oh, okay, sure. Yeah, it was but it was wild. Happen. Oh wow, man. And then it's it's just crazy. Like people are using it for scripts, books, people are using it for whole books. It's I mean, it's definitely a strong tool, but I think this is uh this is like a thing that I talked about last time we talked about AI. It's like I think it's really good to use as a tool and it's okay for people to use as a tool. But if you use it for like pretty much a whole body of work and then you put yourself out there like you did it i think that's the issue that i find with it yeah it's like plagiarism you know? essentially kind of yeah but um, a robot did it not a person so you're not stealing from a person you can't steal from a robot essentially <laughs> i guess is their would, logic on it you know yeah i uh i was wondering the other day i was actually talking to my wife about like I feel like one of these big studios is going to just make a chat GPT movie and not tell us that it's a chat GPT movie. And then it's going to come out and it's going to do well. And they're going to be like, look, you guys don't want real writers. This is made by chat GPT. So why do we need those writers anymore? You know, and they're not going to tell us until after the movie comes out. Yeah. Or it's, it's just crazy. Like, I don't know what, it's so hard to say what this like the future of this is going to look like yeah it's going to be messy you know so i think forever and always batman 89 is going to be my favorite movie (laughs) (laughs) all the movies from from my childhood are going to continue to be my favorite movies everything in the future i'm i don't really have that high of hopes for yeah i mean it is what it is we don't even know what the future looks like so right you know what the past looks like yeah, and it's still messy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we apparently we had the same writer strike in 2007. You yeah, know, and for, now Yeah, it was for a little bit different stuff, but very similar. Yeah. We, it wasn't an AI thing. Right. But I think it was a little bit more of uh TV shows and family guy and being on on the air and commercial rights and stuff like that, royalties right. that mm-hmm. fall on the play, you know, and uh if we can look at that, th- that would have been done and over by now. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's... if it, if this was like the, the 2007 strike. So something serious has got to be happening. And for this to still be going on, what has it been like five, six months now? I think it was, I think it officially started in either March or May. So that that's what I was thinking. I was thinking yeah. March for some reason. I was like, I feel like we, we heard I'm... about it first in March. I remember it being an M month, but <laughs> that's as much as I can remember. Yeah, it's, yeah, I don't know. I know, like, uh, I started following, like, the Writers Guild and different uh, unions and stuff on uh, on Instagram. And they had posted that they're not asking for us to really do anything right now. They're doing what they need to do. They're trying to take care of it on their end. Um the only thing they're asking people to do is just, you know, share, share the information with people. And, you know, so people actually know what's going on, but yeah, it's, it's chaos. It's a mess. You know, I talked to some people about it and it, you know, it's, 
it's a lot of like those people make too much money anyway so what why do i care but it's like these are the people that you don't hear about that don't make money that the movie wouldn't be the same without you know what i mean so yeah we're not talking um, about the people that have made the millions of dollars we're right. talking about the the people that did the work should have made the millions of dollars and didn't you know and now they're they're sitting there still trying to pay rent you know and i they, think the they can't uh, i think the actor i'm sorry um i think the actors joining them was very good for them but also very bad for them in the eyes of like all of us because they're like oh now the actors want more money and it's not i don't think it's necessarily that it's like the actors want the writers to get paid but now everybody's like seeing actors faces and they're like well they make millions like who cares yeah you know and, and yeah i don't think the problem lies within the actors guild at all because i think the actors get paid very well and i'm pretty sure they would agree they get paid very well you know and they, they they make a lot of money, but once again, they would not have a job if it wasn't for these writers. And that's kind of the, right. why they're teaming up and, and you know, striking <clears throat> with them, you know, to, to have their back. To be like, well, if they're not going to be writing and the guys that made me who I am, you know, the guys that wrote Stranger right. Things. All those kids got other roles from Stranger Things. You know, and because it did so well, yes, they were they were good actors, but they had to be coached. They weren't that great of actors, especially at that time. But the story was there. And right. that's what it was. And that's that's what mattered. Yeah, it's. It's kind of a weird thing for the future of what we do, too, because we do talk a lot about movies. We talk about comics and I mean, as far as I know, comics are doing pretty well, but a big probably about half of what we talk about is movies and the things that go with the comics. So mm -hmm. a lot of that is going to get pushed out as well. So we are along for the ride and we'll see where we end up. But right. You know, hey, a few weeks back like, when we if, got that uh, Wolverine suit that you were talking about, mm -hmm. that made the book go up and <laughs> that made yeah, Wolverine right, number right. one go up. And now uh, it's still on its way up, which is actually kind of shocking, but you know, if, if anybody was trying to pick up that book for a few bucks less and get a deal on it, give it a month or two. And I bet we're going to start seeing a decline in those comic spikes. Yeah, I mean, I, a lot of the spikes revolve around a lot of that stuff. You know what I mean? When yeah, directly around the shows and the movies. We got across the Spider-Verse and we got announced the next one and how many of those books spiked and the 2099 spider-man book spiked and the, Still. you know all, all this stuff is spiking because of movies so you know i guess this might be my ignorance with comics but like where where do the new spikes come from if we don't have movies and tv shows i mean you're just gonna have to rely on like a new character coming out in a comic you know i guess you know where yeah. else would it come from a new character something the death of a character right you know thing things of that nature you know it was, um but even then it'd be a lot of an earth is still going crazy it'd be a lot of speculation at that point you know because if that character never does anything again or they don't eventually make a movie or you know where is that character gonna end up in the future so yeah like the flash bye-bye <laughs> <laughs> oh i did want to say i did want to say i re i 
watched a video on the beginning of the Flash movie with the babies. And apparently there was supposed to be a whole volcano scene and like a whole thing. And they changed it last um, minute. But in my in my well, it depends how much time they had. I feel like they could have bought some cheap baby <laughs> assets Dolls. and it would have looked better. But yeah. um, but yeah, so I guess that was a change. I don't know how last minute it was, but that that might have contributed to that the visuals <laughs> yeah i um, i bet you know because yeah. that's what we were kind of talking about it's like why did the battle between zod look so good yeah but the babies, the babies. just look like poop <laughs> you <Yeah>. know <laughs> that was so yeah, yeah. bad um i sent you a picture of a pop not too long yeah. ago it was one of those full like di- diorama pops and it was the scene of him floating around the babies are all floating around him and he's dashing through them i i needed to get it um, i didn't know i didn't know funko was doing movie realistic pops <laughs> now honestly the funko looked better than the movie <laughs> you know yeah yeah oh man my gosh <laughs> but that you know that totally makes sense it they probably had a week to do that scene before the movie came out yeah i you know for the movie's sake i hope it was last minute for the visual effects people's sake i hope they were just like had time and they were like you screwed us here's what you get <laughs> you know what i mean like <laughs> um yeah. it, but that just goes the back to like what we kind of talked about before about vfx artists kind of just getting everything dropped on them last minute and then they get the they get the criticism and stuff is like what vfx artists were working on this they suck but it's like you don't really know what they were going through you know what i mean yeah they could have done the rest of the movie and they could have done a million shots that you didn't even know were vfx and then you're mad about the babies when that was not an actual representation of their work but right you know and apparently this was a nine-year process to make this movie you know a nine-year project and you're going to change something last minute and it's going to look that bad like i would have rather just probably seen the volcano scene yeah yeah that That already sounds more interesting that wasn't the move (laughs) yeah just put the dog in the volcano dude (laughs) like (laughs) oh that dog why did the dog look better than the babies i don't know they used the dog from toy story or something Probably <laughs> the Slinky. Yeah. yeah. Slinky. Imagine. Imagine. Oh my gosh. Man. Uh, it, it would have been fitting for the whole scene if they used a slinky dog, but between the burrito and the everything else, but Right. Yeah. That was not a good movie. No. Um <laughs> I'd love well, to yeah well i guess uh what what are we what is the blue beetle gonna be a good movie i hope so oh that comes out soon that's yeah it comes out soon isn't that like three weeks or something soon soon yeah but um you know this is especially with the writer's strike and everything that we're talking about they don't have many many chances left to get people back you know what i mean yeah um they have 
They have Blue Beetle. What? I don't think they have anything else done, do they? Or ready no. to be done? No. You know? Not that's coming out anymore. I, I, I think after Blue Beetle is the start of James Gunn. Right? Um, it's the... That's where it gets super confusing. So it's the first DCU movie, but the DCU doesn't start until Superman. But Superman okay. isn't for another year or two. So yeah. that's not coming out anytime soon. Mm. <laughs> it's my maybe even longer now, you know, but coming off of the flash and um I'm I'm thinking Zach, what's his name? Shazam. Yeah. Um, Black Adam, all that stuff, all those movies that we've talked about now a few times, it's like with the writer's strike being on the other side, well, I mean, it's currently happening, but the writer's strike movies being on the other side of Blue Beetle, what what are they going to do? You know what I mean? Like, if Blue Beetle doesn't plugs. do well, which I don't think Blue Beetle will do well, I don't, what does that look like for DC? Yeah, I would. I would be... By the trailer, I think it should do well, but the fact that I actually haven't seen the trailer pop up as an advertisement in a little bit tells me that they're probably not doing the justice on the advertising side to even get booties in the seats, as we like to say. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I feel like that's, I feel like we talked about that a little bit before we started the podcast, it's like, Mm -hmm. I feel like DC is dropping the ball on, on marketing and advertisement i mean but i guess do you blame them at this point look at what they did for black adam (laughs) yeah they did all the marketing and advertisement Uh, they needed or they just let the rock do it and uh (laughs) but yeah i don't i think that that's something to do with it but i also think what's going to come from here on out is that they're just like like we had said they should just realistically scrap everything and just start fresh and i think that's what they're trying to do so maybe they're just like we're gonna save the marketing budget that we had for this movie and we're going to use it on the actual dcu that we're going to start with with superman you know so Mm -hmm. i'm sure we'll probably start seeing a step up in that that marketing tactic i feel like especially with somebody like black adam and blue beetle um you need to you need to be out there doing it because these aren't these aren't batman superman superheroes you know what i mean yeah The, the people people don't know them just by their symbol. They don't know who they are. They don't know their story. And I feel like they kind of shot themselves in the foot by having the rock do so much media and so much, you know, he's a big name, but now you've seen the rock. And now when you go to see black Adam, you're going to see the rock. You're not going to see black Adam. You know what I mean? So, yeah. But I mean, you also run that issue with getting a big actor like that. So I don't know what their solution would have been, you know, other than understanding that that's not how people see movies anymore. And, you know, post-COVID movie numbers aren't going to be the same than as they were in the 90s, you know? Yeah, unless they actually start making good movies. Right. (laughs) You know, like that's really what it comes down to is make a good movie and we'll, we'll be all right, you know? But I, I mean, I don't think Black Adam was a bad movie. No, I don't think it was. At you know, all. I, I think it I don't was think... just the whole controversy with Cavill and everything that came after the movie. I don't think, I don't think Shazam was a bad movie. I actually like Shazam. This, mm-hmm. You know, 
but I think it is everything they have going on in their universe and everything going on in Warner Brothers and everything they have, you know, it's, it's, there's so much mess around yeah. it, you know, it's. Yeah. And, and with that mess, the, the mess that is like happening for me is that when Black Adam came out, I was so stoked on it, knowing that like, we're going to get the fight between Black Adam and Superman. That's supposed to be a thing. And he didn't, he didn't even say that yet. You know, nobody had said yeah. that yet. We saw it the day of that, that it came out. So when I saw Cavill come back, it like got me all excited and I was so hyped for this movie. And now with everything surrounding it afterwards, it pulled it all away. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't, I don't care about the movie anymore. You know, right. Something I that I they, should care about. I think they did a really bad job as well. Just like telling the story as far as like how Shazam Superman and black Adam go together. Cause mm -hmm. you have a Shazam movie years before that you have a Shazam movie coming out. You have the rock saying Shazam and black Adam for people who don't know the comics. They're very confused at this point. And now you have Superman popping up. You know what I mean? There, I feel like there's a lot of story that needs to be involved to tell that story well, and they skipped over all of it just to get to Superman versus Black Adam. Yeah, I I think so. I can see what you're saying. Kind of like if if you didn't if you if you're not a comic head and you're not right. a, a fan of comics, you're not gonna know the origin of Black Adam and and why all this stuff kind of ties in together I, I could see what you're saying and why it would make it so confusing so maybe that is why it didn't do well is that they just focus so hard on expecting everybody to be like go read the comics before you read you know come see this movie yeah. i mean if you're talking about getting the numbers in the seats that you want i feel like i feel like you have to tell the story in a way that it's good for comic people to enjoy but it's, I don't want to say dumbed down, but like it's laid out in a way that people who don't read the comics can understand. You know what I mean? If you yeah. want to tell that story and you want to go on that journey and you want millions and millions of people to see it, I feel like you need to understand or you need to be able to at least tell the story in a way that everybody can understand it. You know what I mean? Right. So if if you've never heard of Shazam in your life, you've never heard of Black Adam in your life, but you go to see both movies, you're you're very confused as to why both of them are saying Shazam, but when Black Adam says that he's not a kid, that turns into a super. You know what I mean? There's a yeah. lot of things that are very confusing to like the average or the normal like movie person that yeah, doesn't read comics. Yeah, I think one of the issues with more so modern movies within the last five, six years is that they don't want to show the origin story or when they do show the origin story, they go and just plow right over it so quick. And it's just like, it, it almost didn't even matter. Like we got the black Adam origin story in it and it said it, but it happened so fast that, you know, when you compare it to like the first Spider-Man movie, that right. whole movie was his origin story. I think that's something that they're probably not understanding is like we don't need origin stories anymore in the sense of like we know where Spider-Man gets his powers. Like we know where mm -hmm. Batman comes from. We know his parents died. But for a character like 
Blue Beetle, a character like Black Adam, a character like Shazam, like all these other characters that aren't like your front runners, your mm -hmm. god tier, like we made them. Like you need to explain this to people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. At least put something out, or like I don't know. It's it's got to be something. Yeah. Make make YouTube videos on the origins and put a little bit of production into it and play it during the previews. You know what I right. mean? If you don't want it in your movie, <laughs> you have enough time during your previews to. Yeah, I say put, put it in the movie. There. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I say plan on, you know, if you want to get into the the Black Adam versus Superman and stuff like that, plan on another movie. You know, yeah. plan on two more movies. Give them an origin story. Give them a middle ground, and then give them the ending. You know. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what I had said. I think that's what I had said when Black Adam first came out. It's like, I want Black Adam to be a Black Adam story. I want Black Adam 2 to be the interaction between Black Adam and Shazam. And then 3 to be like that that big moment you're waiting for. You know what I mean? Do mm -hmm. we get the Black Adam, Shazam, Superman fight and all that stuff, you know? I mean, they do a better job, I think, in like a 15-minute short <laughs> on animated short on hbo then you can go and actually see why they're mad at each other and the fight happened and you know what i mean like, yeah um i don't know it's i don't know what dc does at this point i don't know we need origin stories back i think that's what it is yeah i wonder yeah i don't know because we're already getting the Batman is going to be brave and bold with Damien. So that's going to pass all that up. You know, all that stuff is going to be passed. And yeah, I mean, we like barely got a Nightwing. We got Nightwing and Titans. We barely yeah. got, I, I didn't even get that far into Titans. I just and wonder if we're going to get, I just don't know what they're going to do with Titans because they said they're going to scrap it, but then they say that they can save it because they don't use any of the same actors and it actually fits into what they're planning on doing. You know, and uh, I think Titans did a really good job as far as like, I mean, we did see Batman for a little bit, but we don't see any of the other big characters. You know, you never really see the Joker. You see the Joker kill Jason Todd, but you never see the Joker. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you get like, you get Nightwing becoming Nightwing. You get Red Hood becoming Red Hood. And that's now, what I was going to ask. And now you just got Tim Drake becoming Robin. So I kind of wish that they would have made Tim Drake, not Robin and had that be the storyline where he, where Dick Grayson is like, Hey, you're, you're really good. I don't think you deserve Robin, but you know, Damian Wayne's not in the picture yet. So you kind of have to hit that, hit that note. Right. Um, but yeah, you understand, like you're understanding Starfire, you're understanding Raven, you're understanding, you know, all these characters that, aren't really you know mainstays as you know nightwing is now and stuff like that but you know a lot of people don't see nightwing on the same level as batman and you're right, getting even that, though you're i think you're batman getting that story that he, now. Had, that he is but yeah well yeah now like if you read the comics now like nightwing actually has superpowers and nightwing is the leader of the justice league and nightwing is always the fill-in batman if batman's not available or yeah you know, he can't get up or 
they think he's dead or he's gone training somewhere and they haven't heard it. Like it's always Nightwing in the suit, you know, except for that one time where it was some random guy, but <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, I think that's a really good way to do it, you know, and we talked about um, Moon Knight again, you know, we got that, that story that built up Moon Knight in our, in our hearts and in our minds. Um, but now like I'm ready to see him in a movie, you know what I mean? Yeah. Rather than just throwing out the movie and not understanding anything or, you know, I don't know. I'm ready for a season two season. Dude, I'm <laughs> ready for 10 seasons of Moon Knight, man. Right. That was something I don't remember. I think it officially is done. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I, I think we talked about it a little bit and I thought there was supposed to be a season two and then I thought it got scrapped. Yeah, I don't remember at this point. I think it was very similar to like what happened with. um, Now, I can't remember the DC show on Netflix. Uh, Peacemaker? No, that was on HBO is the the sleeping one. The sleep guy. uh, Oh, Sandman. Sandman. Yes, I could not remember that similar. Um, I think it's very similar to that. I think. A lot of the actors enjoyed doing it. I think the the audience enjoyed it quite a bit. And then, like, Netflix is like, nah. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> you know? Yeah, why? Uh, I know? think I, I think Oscar Isaac even talked about Moon Knight Season 2. And he's like, I'm ready. Let's do it. You have to get, the, you have to get Marvel to want to do it. And I'm down. Yeah, they like, should. Yeah. If that's not enough. <laughs> you know, we are going to get a Season 2 of the... Huh? She Hulk, <laughs> dude. I would be. So, I would seriously actually would. be mad. We probably would. We'd probably get She Hulk before we got Moon Knight. I bet. I would write ten emails a day ten to Marvel Studios, at least, just no, being send, like, "Don't send. Do send this. Send <laughs> please send. Don't do She Hulk. Do <laughs> Moon Knight. That's all it's gonna say. Don't do She Hulk. Do Moon Knight. Unless you can do She Hulk." some justice i think it should have some yeah, justice done they would have to they would have to i mean that's they're just gonna pull I, her into some movie that's what's gonna happen <laughs> that's the that's the flip side of it though i guess huh you would do a show talking about a character and if you do a bad job then nobody wants to see that character again yeah you do a tv show about a new character you do a really good job on that character and people are waiting for it you know what i mean yeah like moon Knight. <laughs> but i i guess wouldn't that be a good way to get people into the theaters? You know, you build, you build the wants, you build the attachment in home in the TV show, and then you bring them to the theater, and then people are already attached to that character. You know what I mean? Boom. Especially a character that you haven't seen a million times. Like I love Batman, I love Spider Man, I love all that stuff, but I would be right into the movie theater for a moon night you know what i mean there you go there it is i'm See, i'm ready they just need yeah. to listen to you i am pretty smart so well, they need uh, to hire you because it <laughs> seems like you got the formula figured out you know <laughs> I've, I've been around a while you know so uh <laughs> them grades just flash my phone number on the screen <laughs> disney disney in dc marvel here's my phone H-M-U. number no i'm just kidding you yeah I'll bring I'll bring DC and Marvel together. That's what they need to do. When when is the last time we've seen Marvel and DC crossover? 
um, when DC took back Captain Marvel and made him Shazam. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if people would want to see that, but I think it'd be an interesting, an interesting crossover. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that whole origin of Captain Marvel and origin of Shazam is pretty hilarious. It was a DC character that got sold to Marvel, Captain Marvel, and sold back to DC. (laughs) Right. Or something like that. I don't remember. Um, what if they? What if they just had a massive end game, or like Civil War, like Captain America Civil War, but instead of the Avengers fighting themselves, it was DC versus Marvel. They should just do that. Anyway, wouldn't that wouldn't that be awesome? That would be. <laughs> like, that'd be so cool. Who's who's stronger and who's better, Spider Man or Batman? Yeah, I, mean, I would love to see that a big bulky guy versus a little athletic, spindly, fast guy. It's like Secret Wars, but involves DC and Marvel. There we go. Earths explode. We're gonna give them like, too many ideas, man. They're gonna watch well, this podcast and just start writing our stories. They're gonna Not have panels. to pay writers first. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we're gonna have to I'm, join I'm in I'm on the strike. Striking. Now I'm a now I'm a writer all of a sudden and I'm striking yeah. because I have such good ideas. This is my um, book I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> this is the book I wrote. Yeah, I'm a writer. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote. I created this. I wrote this. Well, that's good because I wrote this. There you go. Everybody oh, listening to the audio bro. version is like, "What are they?" talking about we're throwing up like <laughs> af15 just, <laughs> just books that we have next to us randomly spider gwen number one and the last ronin that's what we're yeah, throwing yeah. up and being like we wrote it <laughs> um, oh gosh see see it, it's better to just come to youtube and watch a video because then you don't have to to worry about it but quick plug <laughs> for the youtube channel <laughs> yeah right um oh. yeah i mean that's that's pretty much it for me this week. I don't know if I have anything else to talk about. What we got to talk about? I have one more thing to talk about. And I feel bad for Kevin Smith right now because he is taking oh, some yeah. heat right now from the fans. Because he is being blamed for the cancellation of um, He-Man. The He-Man movie. Yeah. he. Um, I don't know a ton about this. You sent me some. and uh, That's about all I know. So if you want to explain it to people. Yeah, I was kind of trying to find it once again. I, I sent you some screenshots, but mm-hmm. um, he he had basically just made some statements online saying that the Masters of the Universe uh, revelation performing poorly had nothing to do with the live action version and uh, of it getting axed, you know, because I think he's writing um, the cartoon. Right. He's writing the show right now. So I know he's on strike and he's not writing it at, at this moment, but he, right. he helps and he does the show. So um, apparently that performed poorly and not, not that great. Um, and it says it has nothing to do with that. It's just, once again, going back to the strike, they've already spent $30 million on just trying to keep the actors that they had for it. Yeah. You know, and they only had uh, an estimated cost of like a hundred and I think a hundred and twenty million or something like that, or 
it, it wasn't it wasn't as big of a number as I thought it was, especially because we just went through that list and we saw like the top ten movies that failed from DC. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're seeing them spend three hundred million dollars, two hundred fifty million dollars, two hundred million dollars. Like it's nothing, you know. And they were trying to keep it under two hundred million. I know that was the main goal. They tried to do it for one fifty, and just in keeping the actors and the writers and everybody, it was thirty million for that. So that's not set cost. That's not you know a- anything else. Marketing. I guess if they were gonna end up doing it, they were trying to get it down to 180 million and they couldn't get it down far enough and they had already already spent 30 million on it so they're just like i'm we're scrapping it that's what it is um he is getting blamed for it because the the cartoon isn't doing the best yeah you know on netflix but um he everybody's kind of attacking him and being like, this is your fault. You know, it's not doing good. You're on strike and now you're not writing and, and you're the show's doing poorly. So they're not going to want to put the money into it, but he really realistically had nothing to do with it. Right. Yeah. I, I just read a little bit of something that said like there was an implosion at Netflix and it got too pricey for them anyways. So they didn't really want to move forward with it. So you yep. Really doesn't have anything to do with Mr. Kevin Smith. Yeah, let's get him on the show. People are just tweeting him, and he's responding on Twitter. You guys, let's get him on the show. Hey, I've tried. I tried. Hey, Hey, come talk to us. We don't even have to talk about He Man, but if you want to, we will. This is the short right here. Ready, Kevin (laughs) Smith, get on this podcast (laughs) with my blown out forehead, and I'm looking real white today pink i i actually can't even see you you're blurry right now (laughs) yeah no difference (laughs) all right yeah i don't know he's he's taking the heat he's he is responding on twitter at least so maybe i'll message him on there and we'll talk to him about that on the podcast someday one day yeah i mean see if he wants to come by otherwise i mean i love kevin smith i'm not I'm not going to blame him for Netflix not wanting to spend money on a movie. <laughs> you know what no. I mean? So what? Even if he told them not to, it's probably a better idea because it's coming from Kevin Smith. Right. Even if, if he's yeah. like, hey, I really think that you guys should cancel He-Man. Coming from one of the biggest He-Man fans ever. <laughs> like, just listen to the guy, all right? Like, <laughs> right. he knows what he's doing. All right, guys, be sure to check out the links in the description for things like free money. Use our link to sign up on Whatnot, get a $10 credit, use anywhere on Whatnot, W.GG, Coke Collective Comics at checkout, gets you 10% off your jitterless energy. And until next time, this has been Collective Comics. Okay.